Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. Hello and welcome to the Service Department News Podcast. I'm Felicity Cousins, Assistant Editor of Service Department News, and today I'm talking to Martin Beerman, Chief Product Officer for HRS. Hello, Martin. Hi, Felicity. It's good to talk to you, and today we're talking all about sustainability because HRS has launched its Green Stay initiative, um, which which I would love you to explain all about. Yeah, thank you, Felicity, and thanks for the invitation. Yeah, so um, the Green Stay initiative uh, was a project that we that we begin uh, began in, in, in the beginning of last year, twenty twenty one. Um, we've been working on it for, for more than a year before that. Um, and that was due to the fact that many of our customers approached us about, okay, what can we do in the area of sustainability? We hear from, a, from the C-suite that this is gaining importance. So how can UHRS support us in, uh, in getting tra- traction and uh, connect basically our corporate strategy to, to basically our hotel and lodging program in the broader sense? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so what we discovered is or what we started off with is basically a research in the market. Uh, we interviewed hotel groups, but also independent hotels and uh, basically try to figure out what is already going on in the industry, how far are we with the industry and uh, what are the common approaches. And yeah, the, 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 the picture we, we were able to, to gather was basically very diverse and heterogeneous and uh, no matter where you looked in a different time or different segment of the market, the approaches were different. Uh, so you can look into hotel chains, into in, in ownership groups, into uh, apartment owners, uh, but then also you, you look in different regions and there were many differences, even country by country, different uh, approaches been taken, mainly due to different local jurisdictions and statutory laws basically being being put out. I mean, we have to understand since 2017, 70% of all of the climate laws globally has been uh, ratified since 2017. And so we see an immense acceleration there. Mm -hmm. And that's that's part of the the, the problem, isn't it? In this conversation um, around the sector is is this it's such a it's such a um, prolific conversation that that everyone has their their goals and their aims and their sustainability um papers um and and, and this is why the green stay initiative has, has really taken taken my interest because your hotels have to obviously be assessed and then and then they join the initiative and then this helps procure, procure hotel procurement um mm-hmm. people um, help their travellers to choose the right hotels. Um, can you explain a little bit about the process of how those hotels get onto the Green Stay Initiative? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so first of all, the uh, Green Stay Initiative uh, is basically a framework for um, basically uh, yeah, corporate customers as well as, um, let's say, yeah, hoteliers to, to operate within. Um, we... Basically, when we when we concluded our research, we found that there is out of roughly 9,000 uh, sustainability agencies that are active globally, a little bit more than 200 that focus on the hospitality industry in a broader sense. And then these agencies, um, yeah, basically put out different, mostly proprietary protocols that they certify against or allow hotels to self-assess against or even provide then ancillary services like offsetting and the likes. And we basically found that um, on the one side, we have the hoteliers who want to bring forward and market their investments into their environmental sustainability, which is great, and that makes a lot of sense. 
On the other side, we have corporates that basically need to comply with uh, global reporting standards like the Carbon Disclosure Project, the Global uh, Reporting Initiative, the Task Force for Climate-Related uh, Financial Disclosures. So, and the question for us was, how do we, how can we bring these two, um, these two, yeah, kind of sides together? And this is where the Green Stay Initiative was uh, was helpful because we identified that out of these more than 300 different labels and certifications out there only 30% of them really connect to, to these global standards or can be connected right. to them. So this is why we were looking for industry created or, or standards created by the industry to basically achieve the so-called baselining. So the metric quantitative assessment yeah. of how, what is your footprint of your hotel in the different most important angles like carbon, water and waste. And then on the other side, um, basically look at uh, on the corporate side, how do you how do you need to report these metrics? And the framework now entails the so-called uh, hotel carbon measurement initiative and hotel water measurement initiative and the waste management initiative from yeah. the Sustainable Hospitality Alliance. So we ported all of this digitally in an online system that is available to all hotels, hoteliers globally 24-7, free of charge. And then the system calculates um, the necessary figures out of this and integrates this into the reporting and into the displays on the procurement tools and the booking tools and the um, financial reporting systems of the corporate customer. So yeah. this is how we basically build this bridge through this framework without, again, introducing our own proprietary system, which we wanted to, to refrain from because there already have been so many that uh, don't, don't get the job done, basically. Yeah, no, that's that's really well explained. Thank you. It's it's, it's an amazing system. Um, how long would it take a hotel to to complete the kind of assessment? Then once once they'd uploaded all that information and, and the reporting had all come through from start yeah. to finish, would you say? Yeah, this is you mentioned there a very um, important learning throughout the last year that the system is now in place and is used by by hotels of different uh, kinds and and sizes and. Um, we basically realized that sustainability for everyone is a journey and uh, not everyone is at the same stage of that journey. And this is largely driven by, again, regionality, re regional differences and, and local jurisdictions and so on. And so um, we basically understood that there are hotels who for a long time, some of them even newly built from the very get go of their of their building, uh, you know, when, when they created the, 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 the entire hotel, um, started to think with sustainability at, at, at the ground level, basically. Mm -hmm. However, there's others that are very long established for, for many like decades. And for them, it's basically a big, um, big shift, basically, to, to consider sustainability and then really in, implement it into their building technology, but also into their operations. And this is why we found for, for those that have already embarked for a longer period of time, it's very easy to provide the necessary data because they already use that information in their internal sustainability management systems, yeah. um, especially those that are already certified against quality management and, uh, and, and best practices in sustainability management systems from the international standards organizations. So these ones were able to fill in the, the required data points within like a week's time after we introduced it to them. Wow. For others, it take, can take up to 10 weeks because for some, and especially in some markets out there, um, it's you don't have water meters eventually, and you might not have necessarily energy meters, or you don't the the the, uh, the waste collection uh, organization is not reporting you the amounts of your total waste okay. going into landfilling, yeah. for example. So it's hard to even estimate this kind of 
these kind of metrics. So um, yeah, so nowadays we have introduced also uh, indicator questionnaires in three levels, uh, very easy questionnaire to a complex professional level questionnaire where hotels also can provide us already indicators on eight categories of criteria of what they're doing today to improve their sustainability without yet eventually being able to report us quantitative data points. So we want to enable any hotel which has made investments or, or is planning to do investments in this area to make that transparent to the corporate community. And as they go and basically go stage by stage on their journey, they are able to provide us more of the information that we can bring forward to, to their customers. Of course. Yes, I understand. And so it's kind of like a like like exactly as you say, a journey and a process that mm-hmm. we're all working towards the same goal. Um, as we as my listeners are, are mainly for extended stay and um, uh, apart hotels, um, service departments, um, would you say that uh, extended stay, longer stays are more sustainable than traditional hotels? <laughs> I think it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a tricky question. I mean, generally speaking, um, from what, what our data tells us, what we in HRS can, can see, and I mean, we are processing uh, uh, like a little bit more than 100, uh, mil, 100 million transactions every year. So what we realize is that uh, on average, we see people, business travelers staying 47% longer when they travel these days. So um, basically, that is the, to put this into numbers, that means that formerly we saw average uh, duration of 1.8 room nights. So now we see uh, 2.6, 2.7 room nights on average. So it seems like when people travel, then they travel, um, they try to pack more business meetings mm-hmm. or more activities into one trip, of course. And is that, uh, I think is that from, is that since the, um, the pandemic? Did this is exactly, this yeah. is related to the pandemic. And yeah. Simultaneously, you can tell also we see, you know, uh, air travel to be down 60% while lodging is now basically more extended in this day, as you put it. So you could certainly argue that um, in terms of the carbon emissions or the greenhouse gas emissions, um, basically um, the longer stay is, uh, is, is more sustainable in, in regards of less transportation. So less movement means usually less greenhouse gas emissions. Um, but on the other side, when you look at the average trip composition, it is true that um, the air, air segment has decreased because of less air travel these days and international travel because of the ge- geopolitical changes as well. Yeah. But on the other side, now the share in the average business trip of lodging increases in its greenhouse gas emissions pro- proportion within the average trip. So it's a matter of how you look at it. So from a, from a hotelier or from a supplier perspective, I would certainly agree that um, also because of the usually of the service services that are offered if you don't have restaurants if you don't have wellness areas if you don't have yes. casinos if you don't have much landscaping then of course your your footprint should logically be lower however it depends also a little bit on your age and the building technology but also on your where you're located if uh, so on on where's, what is the energy composition or the the source of the energy that you consume is it coal energy is it renewable energy from wind and hydropower? Or is it nuclear energy? So, but at the bottom line, I think we can say there's different perspectives. And from a supply side, yes, it is more sustainable than some other uh, hotels, larger hotels usually, um, that are not so optimized eventually. And from the corporate point of view, we can say that the lodging segment generally is now gaining uh, in, in, in proportionate amounts more greenhouse gas emissions. Um, and by that moves more into the into the uh, yeah kind of 
field of uh, management that corporates wants to put on it. Yeah. Excellent. That's a, that's an excellent answer. <laughs> um, I I was thinking about um, when like if sustainability will ever be at the top of a buyer's list um, when they're when they're looking at procurement, um, will cost always be sustainability? I think it's uh, where I think generally we can say all the large largest customers, uh, Fortune 500 customers that that I also personally work with on a daily basis, we can definitely tell that the C-suite is now largely incentivized by by sustainability in a broader sense, ESG, holistically speaking. Um, Most of the companies, especially in Europe that we're talking to, the the primary focus here is on uh, greenhouse gas emissions and becoming or achieving a net zero uh, kind of setup by 2030, 2040, but then basically move straight into climate neutrality. This is the the intention of most companies that that we are working with. Mm and generally buyers and the C-suite understand if they don't get there fast enough, that there will be high penalties, either by cutting their liquidity from their credits and their banks because of their, the then lowered uh, ESG ratings that they will achieve, mm-hmm. or by the taxation and penalties on the carbon emissions they directly uh, emit uh, downstream or upstream. So definitely sustainability is a big, big uh, um, target of theirs. Will it be beat by, um, by, 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 by pricing uh, or cost? I would say not necessarily because I think it's not really comparable. In HRS, we usually look at what we call the 5S paradigm. Right. So you would never trade cost against traveler satisfaction or against security or against savings, uh, sorry, against uh, safety. Um, so why would you trade it against sustainability? I see, I see. I think our, our point of view is that sustainability, security, savings, they are must-haves. They're the new rules of the game. If you cannot provide the minimum level of what is required by the corporate, you will simply not be considered and not be recommended to travelers because of it's simply out of policy. So yeah. that's why I think cost is something you can optimize, but you can also um, balance against. But sustainability, for, for, for my point of view, will be the same, will be treated the same as security and safety. Right. Yeah. They're like the, the, the key pillars of, of what people are looking for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you um, decarbonize a, a hotel stay? Um, yeah. So basically, how do you decarbonize a hotel stay? It's, um, so from, from the HRS point of view, it's, uh, it's, uh, there's several ways of, of management that are that, that are required. So the first one, of course, is you can basically look at it from a corporate point of view um, on your hotel program or your lodging program. And you can decarbonize this, and this will be the common practice, is to basically start with the baselining, the assessment of your quantitative emissions on your entire program based on the activity. And then basically you use science-based targets, um, uh, which is basically a framework to forward plan reduction targets on your program and then you will choose suppliers that have lower footprints or or suppliers that have managed to lower their footprint to be retained in the program in order to reduce the average stays um, um, kind of uh, emissions. This is how corporates and buyers think about it. They think in unit optimization and the unit is an average of the the total of the sum. Mm -hmm. Um, When we look at one supplier specifically, then of course there is uh, there's various aspects you can do about 
technology or technological uh, installations. Uh, you can optimize your operations, the behavior of your staff and your guests to reduce uh, basically the, the, the overall emissions of your, of your property. Um, yeah, so I think these are the, the different angles, supplier angle again, versus the perspective uh, from the, from the uh, corporate. What we do in HRS is with the Green State Initiative and the framework, we allow hotels to, most of them, first time in their existence, measure and assess where they are with, with their environmental impact. And then we put this into context in a benchmarking exercise in the local market. So any supplier that runs through this process with our um, portal that is available there 24 seven, automatically after they report their data, get the benchmark results and understand in the area of carbon, water and waste, mm -hmm. am I in the segment of A, B, C or D? This is a little bit like similar from what you might know with uh, in Germany, we have the Nutri score, we also have the electronics uh, retail electronics, which are kind of categorized that way. So it's quite quite intuitive to understand, okay, how do I perform against my peers and my competitors in the local market? Yeah. And then we, we have an educational program that is being launched in uh, September, which educates the hotels based on their current actual data points and their benchmark achievements in which areas they are falling short and what they can do as a next steps. So they get guidelines and, and checklists of what they can do in the local property to, to reduce their footprint going forward, either by behavior, operations, or by technology. And then also we will launch a partner program, uh, which basically we already piloted in some markets with uh, energy suppliers selling specific uh, green, uh, sustainable or renewable energy to hotels, hotel suppliers specifically at a lower price. Um, we also have, of course, a lot of companies in the technology sector that already are partnering with some of our hotel partners in other areas. So they are also eager to support, on the one side, their customers, on the one other side, their hotel suppliers. It's mm -hmm. the same thing with technology on the sensors, on the uh, AVAC systems, um, on the general lightning systems, and so on to basically reduce the footprint of the hotels. Um, by yeah, basically offering their technology at a discount. And so I think we try to bring the marketplace together to achieve that overarching goal of decarbonizing the, the lodging industry. Great, that's, that's great. It's great information. And, and the education um, launch, the launch of the education um, program, has that, has that got a name um, yet? Um, I, I, I have I have to pass there. I, okay. I <laughs> no, that's but it will be part of Green State, so any hotel that right. submits the information will have free access to it um, to basically start off with the different. Uh, it's basically a digital system, so there are on-demand videos. There's on-demand checklists that are tailored okay. to the individual hotel, and there will also be paid seminars and assessments and audits um, from partners basically available on it. Great. So basically the whole standard of, of everyone on the program will be lifted and lifted and lifted over the course of, of their sustainability journey. Exactly. That is the goal. Yes. Excellent. Um, it's been absolutely um, fascinating talking to you, Martin. Thank you so much for explaining the Green Stay Initiative for HRS. Um, I've, I've learned a lot. <laughs> I've learned a lot about it. And um, I, I hope that We've covered everything. If there's anything you'd like to add, then um, then please do so.
I think it's uh, for us. It's really, um, it, it's really an amazing uh, program that we have embarked on. I have to say, and uh, also I have a great team working on this. And we also we see great resonance from our customers. We see great resonance and appreciation from our hotel partners. So by the end of last year, we had uh, Marriott and Accor joining the program. We have now more than 300 hotel chains globally that joined it. We have coverage in more than uh, 130 countries. So. Overall, we're very happy with the success that this framework mm -hmm. uh, has been able to generate. And now we're really looking forward to really achieve the overarching goal of decarbonizing the industry. And basically, with that, retaining the interest into business travel. And service departments, of course, always have been and will be a vital segment in this, um, especially for project team deployments, for consulting companies, for field workers. So we have so many use cases where this particular segment of the market is um, oftentimes underrepresented, but is crucial in achieving the overarching net zero targets. Absolutely. That's absolutely, it's a good point. I've talked to a few people recently that since the pandemic, service departments have really come to the top of that hotel, pro well, not the top, but they've they've joined the hotel program like with, with great force. So um, so they're, they're definitely part of the conversation. Um, thank you. That's great. Thanks, Martin. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Service Department News Podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all the latest industry news, visit servicedepartmentnews.com and sign up to our weekly newsletter. Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.